middle of something at the moment. I'll be right there. Okay. Ready? Yeah, feel that beat. Feel that beat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Mickey. Mm. <laughs> Come on, Mickey. Let's dance. Dance? <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. I'd love to. Welcome, everyone, to the Mickey Short and Murder Podcast. My name is Keaton. And my name is Steve. Welcome, everyone. Hope everyone's having a great week. And welcome to episode number 41 of the show. I know. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. 41 episodes. Good job, buddy. We are coming up on our year. Well, end of June, I guess. So we still have a little while, but almost a full year of Mickey Shorts and more podcasts. With new Mickey Mouse news, information, and commentary every single week. Um, to us, it feels like the year is going really quick. It is. Even 2020 feels like it's going quick, which is surprising considering everyone else it's going so slow for. Before we know it, it'll be 2021, but... Uh, 2021 is absolutely coming soon. That's right. And hopefully by the time we get there... <laughs> The world will be much better, much more normal than it is right now. But we do have some news that's going to steer us in that direction, but we'll talk about that in a minute. But first, some quick introductions. Again, my name is Steve. Your name is? Keaton. And we are here to talk Mickey Shorts. And this week we are featuring Season 2, Episode 17, titled Bottle Shocked. All about bottles, and it's weird. <laughs> this is an exciting one. There's going to be a big old race about to happen. And lately, I don't know what about what is going on with the producers, but we're in a big stream of videos of Mickey Shorts where every single week, Mickey seems to get just destroyed, just beat up. So yeah, when we're looking at the schedule of episodes, and all of these came out right in a row, but I mean, last week we talked about El Rojo Vivo. Mickey gets absolutely beat up by the Bulls during the running of the Bulls, as we talked about. Bottle shocked this week. Mickey's going to get destroyed, <laughs> as we will talk about. Next week, we're covering a flower for Minnie, which Mickey gets completely destroyed in that episode. Then we come to Bronco Busted, where they get destroyed. Probably Donald more so than Mickey. And then the week after that, this is going to be Memorial Day weekend. We're covering Coned, which, what happens? Mickey gets completely destroyed. <laughs> so there's a whole bunch of beating on Mickey Mouse all in a row here, which is fine. That's entertaining. <laughs> but the next few episodes, all of our little thumbnails are probably going to be a little bit demented because more Mickey Mouse getting beat up. So Keaton, how is your week treating you? Good. This week has been extra busy for all of us and for Keaton, being the understanding child of media production parents <laughs> who are running around working on a big project, which is almost done, which we'll be able to announce next week. has nothing to do with Mickey Mouse. It's just kind of a cool project that uh, some people might be interested in. So, But that we can talk about that hopefully next week. And then I've got my film that I'm trying to finish. So there's always stuff to do around here. And Keaton is a very patient 
production assistant <laughs> when we need him to be. So, thank you, Keith. Good job. Mm-hmm. But you know what we should do? We what? should talk some news. News! <clears throat> Friends, loved ones, I've gathered you all here to tell you something important. So first, the big exciting thing. We're recording a little bit later this week than normal, but that's okay because it allowed us to find out about the big announcement yesterday that finally we can have a little bit of peace because somewhere in the world, a Disney park will be open. Granted, nowhere near us, but that's okay. They announced yesterday Shanghai Disney is opening next week. And so... They were the first to close back in January. They're now the first to open, and it just it's going to give us hopefully a little bit of a feeling that things can come back to normal eventually. And I hope that's a good sign once we you know kind of learn how they're going to operate that we can see that it's going to be okay. Please let it be okay. <gasps> I hope the the coronavirus doesn't be the whole entire 2020. Well, me too. <laughs> you know, you already have the longest spring break in history. I mean, goodness, <laughs> you went on spring break and just never went back to school. <laughs> That's crazy talk. I never went back to school. Nope, and you won't this year. That's because that's because spring break is not here. That's be the that's because the coronavirus is still on. I know. But that's okay. You still have homeschool every day and lots of learning to do. But back to the news. Shanghai Disney, it's opening next week. We're going to see exactly how that goes. Disney will be able to learn some good lessons as far as what to do, what not to do. Hopefully they can apply to all the rest of the parks and we can have them opening soon and get back to more cool stories for Mickey's Runaway Railway. And we'll see if they can even keep working on the construction for you know, the Disneyland version. Who knows where that's going to go now. But we can always keep hoping and keep our fingers crossed that we'll see that eventually. Now, one more little bit of small news in the Disney world. <laughs> the Disney world. Haha, <laughs> no pun intended. But a lot of... <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We're not going silly this week. A lot of people have realized that one of the things that's being required of them when they go outside in a lot of states and in a lot of stores and certain places is they have to wear masks. Some people don't like wearing masks. Some people don't have a problem with it. It doesn't matter what that opinion is. Masks are becoming a more of a thing here in the United States anyway. And people are realizing they can accessorize and they can customize their masks to their personality. Like, I have a Star Wars mask. Keaton, you have Paw Patrol mask. You have a soccer ball mask. I have three masks. You have three different masks. I know. It's all cool. So we can we can wear whatever matches our outfit. So I usually wear my Star Wars mask. Disney has picked up on this. And they're like, hey, if there there's merchandise to be sold, we want it to be us. So therefore, Disney is now starting to sell their own official Disney masks for the virus. Now, you can get these at the link in the show notes. These are at the official shopdisney.com website. These are sold in packs of four, so you get plenty of masks out of this. There are specific sizes, so it's not like a one-size-fits-all type of thing, like sold in little boxes. It's, you know, you can get a child size mask, an adult size mask, anything in between. 
These are $19.99 for the four-pack, plus you have to pay for shipping. But they have these for like you know Star Wars. They have for Disney, for Pixar, with a lot of different designs. They have the designs that look like you're a character's mouth. All sorts of things that you can pick if you want an official mask. Now, side note, side tip. If you don't want to pay Disney pricing for those, you can always go to a fabric store, if they're open in your area. Find some cool Mickey Mouse fabric and make your own. But if you'd rather not, if you want to support the official Disney effort, you can pay your $19.99 plus shipping and order them from Disney. But as long as you're styling Disney cool with your official virus face masks, that's all that matters. Okay, buddy. I don't even know what that kind of virus even looks like. Because it's tiny. You can't see a virus. It's like that tiny. It's just little small particles in the air. Unless you have a microscope. That wreak havoc on your body. Well, yeah, if you have a microscope, you can look at it. But yeah, I, I don't want to be close enough to the cap to the virus to be able to capture it in a way that I can study it in the microscope. I'll leave that to the scientists and the doctors. Yeah, I just, I just wish I, I could see that that teeny tiny virus with that microscope. Yeah, we'll look for pictures online to see what it looks like, rather than studying it ourselves. Are you ready for the show? So let's get into the racing world <laughs> and talk some Mickey Mouse with season two, episode 17, Bottle Shocked. What do you think, buddy? Uh, yeah, we should absolutely watch this. Okay, first let's talk about it for a second. Uh, the official show summary says, Mickey tries to keep a precious bottle safe after everything around him threatens to break it. The original air date is April 24th, 2015. And credit where credit is due. This was written by Heiko Dragonberg, Derek Bachman, and Paul Reddish. Directed by Heiko Dragonberg. Hope I'm saying his name correctly. And storyboarded by, you guessed it, Heiko Dragonberg. So... We're going to see Mickey doing some kind of, well, all right, we're not going to spoil it. We're just going to get in and talk about it. But Mickey's in for an interesting race. And this one's not in a, a different foreign language. This one is in regular good old English. But we're going to see a lot of uh, hijinks from Mickey Mouse. So, Keaton, you ready to watch this? I sure am. Okay. So, so come up to you. Uh-huh. Ah, nice and calm. Nice and comfortable. Are you are you nice and cozy now? Uh-huh. Okay. Let's watch some Mickey Mouse. Do you want to give us the countdown? Three, two, one. Mickey Mouse in Bottle Shocked. We have the nice cityscape. This looks like maybe Monaco. Everyone's celebrating the race. Except for Minnie Mouse. A party down! Now... She's on the phone and she's like, hey, what the heck's going on? Oh, yep. See, we are in Monaco. We're in the Grand Prix of Monaco. So she's like, hey, where are you? The race is about to start. Mickey's like, no, no, no. I've got this. I've got one more stop to do. I'm just picking up the last bottle right now of this sparkling lemonade. But apparently so is three other guys. And they're all looking at each other slowly like, who of the four of us is going to be the one to grab this bottle? They're giving each other the eyeballs. They all have the same idea at the same time. They're all fighting over it. And Mickey got the bottle. Mickey got the bottle. 
He walks out. He's so excited about the bottle, he runs right in the middle of the street with the race coming by. And now he realizes that the bottle was out of his hands. He had to jump up and grab it before it cracked on the concrete. So he's going to go run around the corner. He's got to keep this bottle safe. But now here's all these potential obstacles. Oh my goodness, he almost got hit with a soccer ball. He's looking up. There's a, They're heaving a grand piano into the air. And he's like, oh, I can see this could be bad. There's an opera singer. And we know if she sings too high, it could crack the glass. Oh, no. Glass all over the place is cracking. Light bulbs are breaking. Car windows are breaking. How is this not going to affect the bottle? Oh, Mickey doesn't know what to do. He's running away from the breaking glass. How do we stop this? He takes the soccer ball. He kicks it. That hits the opera singer right in the face. Shuts her up. Whew. Now the kids are ticked, though, that they lost the soccer ball. So he's running from them. Now the lady falls off the balcony, bounces off the, the tent, lands, knocking the piano loose. The piano's now chasing Mickey down the street. He thought he got away, but nope, the piano's after him for making it fall. They're chasing through the alleyways. This piano is really after him. Luckily, the streets there are really thin, so he could get there. He almost let it fall in the water, but now in almost a wily coyote move, he's not falling off the cliff. His toes saved him from falling. But now he wandered back in the street. And where's the bottle? It's on the back of one of the race cars, speeding away from him. So here we go. He jumps up. He grabs the next wave of cars. Drive faster. Oh, this is a race. What do you think he's going to do? But he's trying to catch up with that bottle, precariously balanced on the back of the next race car. He's jumping from car to car. Now he's straddling the road, stuck on two cars, while Minnie calls him, saying, Hey, what are you doing, buddy? Come on. He's right in the middle of something, he said. Now he launches himself, catapult style. He grabs the bottle off the back of the car. But now he's blocking the view of the driver. The cars rotate <laughs> through midair and explodes. Just as it crosses the finish line with Mickey riding one of the tires. So technically, who won the race? <laughs> Here's Mickey all beat up. Told you he got destroyed. He's like, well, she said, you missed the race. And he's like, I don't think I can say that. Because technically, Mickey was the winner. And boom. And... That's why Mickey gets smooshed. Now, I don't know if Mickey could technically be... Uh, called the winner because he wasn't the race car driver. He was just the one attached to the winning race car when it finally crossed the finish line in pieces. Whew! So, Keaton. What was your favorite part? I I liked when he, when it made the farting noise. The farting noise? Remember? It went, it went like <laughs> When it showed me um, Minnie for, for the first time, it was like... <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. We got to find... We, of course, it comes down to the six-year-old finding the potty humor in the show. But, yes, I'll, I'm, I'm glad that you like that part. Keaton, what else stood out to you about Bottle Shocked? I liked when his toes just start, like, poking out of his shoes. Yes, now this is, you know, very, as I mentioned in the, our episode commentary, this is a very Roadrunner, you know, Wiley Coyote moment. You think he's about to fall off the cliff, but his shoes break open, and then you see his little Mickey toes come out, and 
you know, walk him off the ledge. Luckily, gravity is not the enemy in the Mickey Mouse cartoon world. Because all of his weight was out off that bridge. But no, we're, we're grateful that Mickey was saved, except that he still wandered backwards into the road in the middle of a race. Not smart, Mickey Mouse. You almost got really seriously hurt. Yeah, you would just smooshed him if that happened in real life. Right. So if you're thinking after watching this Mickey Mouse short, you know what? Mickey jumped into midair just as a car was coming underneath him, and he landed safely on the car and then kept going, don't do that. Don't try that at home. That does not work. Because. Yes, exactly. And nobody wants to go. Now, Keaton, when Mickey is stuck on the two cars, he's got one leg, one foot in one car, one foot in another car, and he's stretching his body in between the two cars. That happens to be when Minnie Mouse calls him. Did you recognize the song on Mickey's cell phone? It's a common Mickey Mouse song that they use in a lot of episodes for little small musical cues. It's a song actually called Minnie's Yoo-Hoo. But they use that a lot. So it's funny that Mickey's own cell phone ringtone is a song about Minnie Mouse. Anything else stand out to you, buddy? For me, I just love the humor in the episode. I mean, granted, like most of the times, it's demented, kind of messed up humor. But I love the kind of the... the how the events all played out. You see Mickey running down the street from the glass and you see him in his brain trying to solve the problem. How do I stop the glass from breaking? Okay, what's the problem? The problem is the opera singer. So he kicks the ball. He manages to sink it right in her face, which thus stops the opera singer. This distracts the guys with the piano. The piano falls down. The kids get upset because Mickey's lost, you know, kicked away their soccer ball. So they're all threatening to beat him up. The piano's coming down the street. It all so intricately goes together to create this kind of fun, crazy plot as Mickey goes attempting to rescue or save this bottle from being broken. Plus, we get to see a lot of cool race cars. We get to see the countryside of Monaco as they're, or the city side of Monaco as they're racing through it. So a lot of good stuff in this episode. Who? anything else, buddy? Um, I think that's all what I liked. What about you? The other thing I really like is just the fun... This There's not a script for this kind of stuff. It's not done with spoken dialogue at the beginning when Mickey Mouse is in the store that's selling the sparkling lemonade. And we see him get out the phone with Minnie, and he said, I'm picking up the last one right now. And just as he's saying that, the other guys are saying, I'm picking up the last one right now. So we all know they're all going for one bottle. But there's a moment of pause. There's no lines. There's no talking. There's nothing really scripted. It's just their eyeballs. Tink, 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 tink. And you know exactly what's happening here. They're all looking around. They're all realizing what's happening. Who's going to be the first one to react? And so it's just fun seeing little storytelling sections that don't rely on a script. That's all done just with the simple animation that can help tell that story better. Mickey Mouse cartoons are, are really good at that. And so that's just an example of just fun, quality storytelling, even though there's no dialogue. All right, buddy. You know what? Eh, no. You know what we got to do next? 
Keaton's Joke of the Week. All right, Keaton, so what do you have for us this week? Two hours late for my joke. (laughs) How do you get a squirrel to like you? How do you get a squirrel to like you? (laughs) Um, you don't. Um... Because, yeah, squirrels tend to stay away from humans. But, all right, for sake of the joke, how do you get a squirrel to like you, Keaton? Act like a nut. Act like a nut? (laughs) Well, I think you're good at that, Mr. Nutty Kid. That does not mean you're crunchy. But, as... Any of our audience knows who listen to the show on a regular basis. Basis Keaton can act like a nut. Oh, and now he's balled himself up in the bed because he thinks that's helping him act like a nut. I'm not. Look at me. I'm shaped like a nut. <laughs> I see you. You are shaped like a nut. Okie dokie. And that is what we call Keaton's Joke of the Week. You know what? We do need to get you to bed. It is getting late, and there is more Mickey Mouse for us to go watch. It's bedtime, which means we need to go watch Mickey Mouse shorts, which is what we do every night before bedtime, which is one of the things that makes these cartoons so special for us. It's something we do every day. We have a little bit of Mickey Mouse in us, and that's always a fun thing to do. So we're going to go do that. You all can go back to the rest of your lives now that you're done with our show. But remember, if you want to listen to any of the past shows, they're all available. Just go to www.mickeyshortsandmore.com and you can listen to anything. Again, this week we were covering Season 2, Episode 17, which means on our website we have all of our commentaries for anything prior to that. Any of Season 2, any of Season 1, it's all there. 41 episodes worth to listen to Mickey Shorts. Remember, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on YouTube, on Google Play, on Stitcher. You can subscribe through whatever podcast player you listen to. Just do a quick search for Mickey Shorts and more podcast. And that hopefully is enough keywords to get you to us and find us in some way, shape, or make, make it possible for you to find us. If you want more people to be able to find us, just go over to iTunes, leave us a quick review. We always appreciate those. So that that way, again, more people, the more reviews a show has, the more people can find it. Remember, you can connect with us on social media, on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, Just go to Mickey Shorts and more. Remember, you can email the show, questions or comments or whatever you want to do. Just send those to MickeyShortsAndMore at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear from our fans. Or call the voicemail, leave us a message. You can talk to us and have that voicemail featured on a future show. Just call 541-321-0472. As we mentioned at the top of the show, we do keep a nice editorial calendar, so we always know which show is coming up next. And next week we are covering A Flower for Minnie. Another good one where Mickey just gets destroyed during the course of the episode. Which is great fun to watch. So join us next week for another episode of the Mickey Shorts and More podcast. Remember to stay safe out there. Stay sane. It's a crazy, crazy world we live in these days. But make sure everyone is staying happy and good and doing what they're supposed to. And celebrating Mickey Mouse as often as we can. Because it's little things like Mickey that can make these crazy times more bearable. So thank you for Disney and company and Paul Reddish for making a series we can all get behind. 
and just love to death. So thank you everybody for listening. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da